It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, welcome to the Locked On Wizards Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Troy Halliburton, and join with me still in the arena. We're, we're, we're trying to get through this as we just uh, watch the score of the of the Nationals game come by as we're following our stories. Uh, Mr. William Ford from the Washington Informer. How are you doing today, sir? <sighs> I'm tired, but <laughs> enough energy here that uh, we have some momentum in D.C., with the Nats winning that extraordinary comeback. Fortunately, with the Mystics, they fell short. Exactly. Well, the, the, the Mystics did indeed fall short. That's why we're here right now. We're, we're, we're Like I said, we're still in the arena. And I think that, you know, we, we can't talk about the Mystics falling short without mentioning the fact that the WNBA MVP, Elena Deladon, uh, only played three minutes of tonight's game before she left uh, with back spasms. And so you and I were sitting next to each other uh, during the game. And uh, shout out to uh, my homegirl, Monica McNutt, who was also sitting with us. And we we all noticed that, okay, uh, Elena Deladon, she checked out of the game, but she wasn't sitting on the bench. So then, you know, the, the journalistic... Uh, uh, I don't know, intuition and all of us started wondering, you know, what's kind of going on. So what was your initial reaction when you saw when when well, as we're having that conversation and you see that, you know, Deladon's not on the bench and that, you know, the reports that she's going back in the locker room. First thing I thought of was something happened with her mask. That's the first thing I thought of because she was able to walk. She was kind of brisk when she went out. Right. But then when the Mystics uh, media staff came up and said it was back spasm, they like, wait a minute. Back spasms, and she's questionable. Yeah, and Connecticut took advantage of. It. I mean, twenty nine seventeen first quarter. Mm-hmm. They went inside hard. Now, Coach uh, Kurt Miller, John Quill Jones, and others mentioned well, that wasn't on their mind. They may not say it, but they played like, "Oh, Elena's not there." Inside, inside, inside. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you because we're we're watching the game. I think that you know, I, I don't, I I actually might believe them when uh, the Connecticut Suns say that they weren't doing it on purpose because 
I mean, the way that the game flow naturally played out, I mean, they were just kind of dominating on the inside anyway. You know, they, they out-rebounded the Mystics 41 to 27 uh, over the course of the game. And so it seemed as though, you know, even when the Mystics were able to, you know, get a defensive stop, they weren't able to secure the defensive rebound to actually end the possession. So, you know, it, it seemed as though Connecticut, you know, they, 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 were, they were trying to get the ball in the post, but even if they were taking jump shots, it seems though, like, you know, uh, uh, I mean, like their, their players, Alyssa Thomas was down there, uh, JJ was down there. They were getting offensive rebounds and putbacks and, you know, essentially, you know, kind of beating up on the Mystics down low. Let's, let's, we don't have to fill up the stat sheet, but let's give two ones out there. Yeah, okay. John Quill Jones and Alyssa Thomas combined for 50, was 50, uh, 53 points, mm-hmm. 30 rebounds. There it is. Yep. And then you add Courtney Williams with another 22. Those three dominated. And Coach Tebow said it. 90 points from the start, you're not going to get it done. Yep. Now, the Mystics bench did play well. Yep. They did. Tiana Hawkins stepped up with 15 and six rebounds. Ariel Powers made a huge contribution. She mm-hmm. was 7 over 11 in the third quarter. And matter of fact, she got an and one that cut the lead to 71 69. Mm-hmm. They just didn't have enough inside to get those crucial rebounds, those small little hustle plays that Connecticut had. Right. No, I mean, I agree with you completely. I think that it, it was more than just the, the the rebounding and the hustle plays. I think that, you know, the, the Mystics for a little bit of the time, they kind of got out of the way they normally play. And so when you look at the Mystics this season, they've been dominant. They've been one of the, 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 the best WNBA teams in the history of the league this season. And so that, that they, they didn't have that type of season just because of Elena Deladon. You know, they, they had that season because they're a team that has great depth and they've been running their stuff. They have, you know, one of the most prolific offenses in the history of the league. And so I felt like in the in the second and third quarter that they weren't really at the beginning of the third quarter, they weren't really running their stuff. Like they it seems as though, you know, um Christy Tolliver, who I love very much, uh, you know, as, as an all-star for the team, but she seemed to come in and kind of force the issue a little bit as I think what she has finished up going with six for 20 six from the 20, field. Yeah. Exactly. So she, she, she took a lot of shots and I felt like some of those shots were kind of forced a little bit, whereas she could have gotten into the offense and, you know, uh, Emma Mieseman, while she wasn't as hot as she was in the, in the Aces series, what she does as far as drawing in the defense, Defense and getting them into the flow of their offense is, I think, very important. And they did do that at the end of the third quarter and headed into the fourth quarter. So wh- why do you think it was that they, they it took them so long to kind of get into their rhythm and running their stuff? Well, Mike Tebow, no, 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 post-game presser, he openly admitted he thought the team deflated a little bit when Elena Delano went out. Mm-hmm. Well, these knowledgeable Mystics fans in here knew that. I mean, you're down 29-17 in the first quarter. They, that, I don't even know if that's happened at home once to be double digits in the first quarter. To have that done in the playoffs, yeah, something happened mentally. They, it took them a little while to get going. And you talk about Chrissy Tolliver. She was open. She said, this direct quote, tonight was terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was I, open I about it. I don't, I don't disagree I with it. I mean, six for 20, yeah. I don't but disagree with it. She this. said there were, sh- there were makeable shots she could have made. Mm-hmm. That, that's fine. That's fine. Now, she may have thought she had to be more aggressive mm-hmm. because th- th- with uh, with Elena Del Nano. But she played 
slightly more than 38 minutes. Right. And she openly admitted she didn't play that many minutes. Uh, it's been a while. Exactly. Exactly. Doing so, yeah, we, we have to uh, mention the fact that Christy Tolliver missed about, you know, six weeks before leading up to the playoffs with a uh, with a with 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 an injured knee. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for her to 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 go from not playing at all to being ramped up to, you know, 38 minutes, I think that. You know that 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 is a little bit of a misstep from you know head coach Matibo for for allowing Christy to you know to kind of overwork her in a sense you know where where whereas you know there there is more depth to this team that we don't have to do that we don't have to force the issue and have her playing that many minutes. He open, Mike Tebow openly admitted that he said maybe I stressed the starters a little bit too longer. Well, one as I look at the box score. One person that, that I didn't even think about, Natasha Cloud, mm-hmm. she is vital to the success of this team. T-Ball has complimented her on her defense. Mm-hmm. Courtney Williams, even though she that wasn't her primary matchup, uh, uh, matchup, right. yep, yep. but Jasmine Thomas hasn't gone off, but Courtney Williams has been able to slowly – Flow in what she wanted to do these first two games. Yeah, just look at the box score. Yeah, she nice. said she was comfortable. I mean, it, it's more than the box score. It's the it's the it's the eye test too. I uh, I made a couple uh, references to Monica when we were sitting there. I said, "Oh, that's a crystal skating rink right there." And if you don't know for for the DMV, yeah. crystal skating rink that, that that's the skating yeah. rink right there. So when we say that when we we see when I say the skating rink, that means she had the defenders backing up like they uh-huh. were dancing. So you know, this is this Courtney Williams is a is is a fan. Fantastic uh, point guard. I think she's a she's a true point guard because not only can she uh, get her teammates involved, but she can score the basketball too. And so, you know, when when, when you look at when you look at the the the, the, the mismatches that that uh, the Connecticut Sun put on the Mystics, like where where do you think this team can go from a defensive standpoint to 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 take back control of this series? Well, that's going to be tough because if they give the ball to John Quill Jones like they did tonight, it's going to be tough. Mike Tebow said he he praised Elena Delano on how she boxed out John Quill Jones that game one. And if you go back and look at the game, she did. I mean, John Quill Jones had 12 points, six rebounds, no offensive boards. Elena Delano is MVP for a reason, even though she may not score 30 a game. Her defense on her was, was really commendable. Right. You saw evident it was lost. Toy Sanders gets a lot of credit from the, her teammates and from Coach Tebow. But she's not big enough when Jaquel Jones is in the paint and they, all the players in WNBA, not just the all the players in WNBA, say Alyssa Thomas is a dog. Yeah, I mean. She I, can't even lift her arm over her exactly, shoulder. Exactly. I mean. I, is she getting 12 boards? Yeah, I made the comment. She looked she look like, to me, she looked like the WNBA's version of uh, Zebo Zach Randolph I had mm-hmm. today. I mean, every time she got the ball on the block, I said, oh, <laughs> right shoulder, jump hook. Left shoulder jump hook. She either like, got yeah. fouled or she made the lane. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Now she has game. So, but one of the things that I did watch from um, the Mystics in that second half when they did go on that run, and I talked to Natasha Cloud about this in the locker room after the game, that they were much more aggressive with their defensive scheme in the second half. And what I mean by aggressive with their scheme, instead of they, they were much more aggressive with their ball denials. So, and when they knew that they were trying to get the ball in the post, well, you know, the best way to stop the ball from 
get in the post, to not let them get the ball in yep, the post. Trap up so high. exactly, exactly. So they were trapping them up high, and they would they would get good ball denials, and so they were essentially stopping the ball from going in the post and forcing them to take jump shots. And so I think that one of the things uh, I think you and I we we, we talked about uh, uh, a couple of times where Mystics players might have tried to jump the passing lane and might have missed the ball. Exactly, exactly. So there were a few opportunities there, but I think that they realized that, you know, they weren't going to get back in that game by just, you know, keep playing the same way. They had to get more aggressive. So I'm not too upset at, you know, them jumping the, the passing lanes and trying to make some of those plays because, you know, with, with, with their best player being now, they felt like they had to make something happen. But I think if they can come with that type of defensive intensity for uh, uh, the full course of the game, I think that they will give themselves a much better chance of getting stops. Tasha Cloud must score. Yep. She had nine points. That's not enough. Now you right. need about fifteen to You're eighteen, right. probably probably even twenty. You're right. For them to succeed, she got they got to match with what Connecticut starters have done. I mean, point blank, period. And and if, she, if you ask her, she she will openly admit that she knows. Right. No. She knows. Now she she definitely knows. And I think that you know there's there's much optimism to have for the team heading into Game Three. But we have to first talk about the fact that Game Three isn't until next Sunday. It's Tuesday. So there's a lot of days in between now and Sunday. And so you know I know this is sounded like a little bit of a scheduling quirk from the WNBA. But this has turned out to be quite advantageous for the Mystics, who get a chance to, you know, whether now if Elena Deladon can't play after all these days off, then we might be in a world of trouble. But I, I believe that if if she avoided serious injury, that you know this will be enough time off for her to be able to come back and at least if she even if she's not at a hundred percent to at least come out there and be able to give the team something and they can rely on this great depth that we're talking about that they've had throughout the regular season. Now, Elena Dell, she's done everything within her power to help the team get to this point. Now, you know, it's going to be up to everybody else to be able to be able to contribute if they want to lift this trophy up. Yeah. And now Connecticut's going to think the same way. We get a little bit of a breather, and we're going home. Exactly, exactly. They got to come see us. Exactly. But, now, but, but Chris Tolliver mentioned, I like playing on the road. She, she said and they did. They did well when they played in Vegas. That's when Emma Miesemann went and showed her stuff on national TV. Exactly. She had 12 of her 20, 23 points. Or 13, 13 of her 22 points in that fourth quarter mm-hmm. on the road. Mm-hmm. They can bring that. They can win. Yeah. Absolutely they can I, win. Absolutely. They have to. It's, it's about mental now. Yeah. You, you can you can go through the X's and O's of how to step, step, trap up high, trap, pick up low. It, it, it's about, as they call us, Thomas. You got that dog in you. Mm-hmm. You want it? Then go get it. Yeah, yeah. I think that you know you, you've you've stated it quite simply, but very direct <laughs> and plain and straight to the point. I mean, if they want it, they have to go get it. So you know, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens on Game Three on, on Sunday. Uh, there there'll be a lot of a lot of days in between, so there'll be you know a lot of uh, a fodder and 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 conversations surrounding uh, what what will happen. But you know, I think that the city will be buzzing though because at least we'll have uh, an NLD. Yes, uh, series right. to, to to go ahead and watch and combine that yeah. with the with the Mystics. So you know, it, 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 all in all, it wasn't a terrible DC sports night. So it, I I feel confident that the Mystics can get back in and take control of this. If series. they get one, all they need is one. All they need is one, and then that game five will be back if, here. If it's back here, they're going to be amped. Yep, 
this this place it was rocking. Matter of fact, it got loud when Ariel Pie was made that exactly, exactly. That was the loudest I heard it all season. Yeah, I was pleased uh, uh, with Ted Leonsis looked pleased from his seat. You know, Ted loving this. Exactly, kidding me? Exactly. He can't. He came in tonight with his uh, big red tie on, like he's going for you know trying to stop a hostile takeover. (laughs) Hey, hey, I'm I'm not I'm not mad at it at all. I'm not mad. (laughs) But Will, man, I, I appreciate you for coming on, taking the time. But you know, we're we're literally still in the arena right now as they're as they're uh, sweeping up and, and you know they're, they're 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 flickering the lights they're trying to get us out of here i've been kicked out of better places before though, yeah, man. They, I, I see you have a few folks they, they sweeping the steps in the section 205 yeah <laughs> they, they, they got a guy down there looking at us like you guys finished yeah, yeah we're about done man. yeah exactly we're exactly <laughs> done but will i want to give you an opportunity right now to uh plug your stuff and let the people know where they can find you on all your social media handles and let us know about some of the things that you you know writing and working on over at the washington informer well you can best way you want to reach me i'm at uh at jabari will j-a-b-a-r-i-w-i-l-l that's on my twitter handle so reach me out there, and I'll be—I'll always respond back to you. All right, man. Hey, that, that's greatly appreciated. You can find Will's work at the uh, Washington Informer. Uh, I, for 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 my personal preference, I think that is uh, one of the strongest black newspapers in the country. And so I think that you you, you do a fantastic job of you, you know just coming out and, and and being on top of the journalistic integrity that we need and diversity in in the DC sports scene. I so that. I very I very much appreciate you, and, and and you've been a great asset to me as I've made my journey in this. Sports journalism world. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, you're doing all right, my man. Hey, hey, I'm trying. I'm trying to do all right. Hey, but I uh, thank you guys for listening, and we'll, we'll, we'll catch you guys later on in the week. Hopefully, we'll, the next podcast will be a Victory Sunday podcast. <laughs> I've been plotting since I was a fetus. Young PG legend like Gilbert Arenas. Now I'm chilling back, giving advice. I buy my girl shit, it don't matter the price. They see that I'm taking, they try getting pants. Label money, I just tell in advance. I ain't cheating, I'm just trying to dance. She just trying to have me up in the trance. I'm in a strip like fuck it. They just trying to make some bucks. Love when I slap down my ones, but it bounced like a ball when I struck it. So if you ever see a real nigga like me, just let them live and just be how it be. Go to the club with them two and you'll see. With a J, we'll be on the same team. I wanna ball like the whistles. Yeah, you know what I mean. When I'm blowing on the net, girl, she shots for the team. I was in high school with dreams. Now I'm almost looking clean. Teaching game like a dean. Coach all these girls to a ring. I wanna ball like the whistles. Yeah, you know what I mean. When I'm blue, I'm on the net. Girl, she was shot for the team. I was in high school with dreams. Now I'm almost looking clean. Teaching game like a dean. Coach all these girls to a ring. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.